this episode of the Unsettled Hunter podcast, I'm the guest as Sky Penepec interviews me about my experiences in Pangner Tongue. We talk about our hunting and camping trip, my hikes on the mountains around Pangner Tongue, as well as the reasons why I came to visit Sky in Pangner Tongue. I'd very much like to thank Sky for all his effort and time that he put in while I visited him and his family. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the episode. It's hot. Okay. Well, I'd like to flip the table behind you and uh, welcome you to the uh, to the podcast now, Chris. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you could introduce yourself for the yeah. people at home. <laughs> My name is Chris Hendershot. I am... Usually the host or the introducee or the questioner of the podcast. I uh, work at York University. I'm a my official job title is a research associate. Excellent. And I'm Sky Panapak. Uh, I decided uh, since Chris is my guest and uh, and we're, we're so happy and excited to have him here that we would give Chris the opportunity to uh, tell us about his adventure here in Pang. Um, you know, again. Like I said, we're just so happy that you came and uh, so we were able to help you out some um, and uh, and hopefully showed you a good time. Oh, yeah. It's been amazing. Because <laughs> flew in almost a week ago now. It doesn't, that seems like a month ago almost. Flew in on the Friday night and by Saturday morning I was on a boat. <laughs> and it would have been Friday night had the uh, weather cooperated. Yeah. True. And I, and I was also a little bit delayed too, which that might be the, uh, that might not be the only issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see tomorrow if I can get out. I'm, I'm, I'm half and half if I, I could, I could stand a few more days here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a good place to be stuck. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're stuck in a hotel room. You're, you know, you have run of the house and, and, uh, and we're happy to have you. So, at least, uh, at least it's a good situation if you are stuck. Which yeah, frequently happens up here. Uh, it can be as little as uh, not being able to de-ice the plane, like now or or in Pang, definitely wind or or a big blizzard. Yeah. yeah. So my first question for you really is to to get this started is uh, what were your expectations before you came? Like, what was your what was your idea of this trip? Um. Two kind of expectations. One, I was hoping to get out to go hunting or fishing or camping, whatever was feasible, which we did. So I was happy. And we've discussed that in other ones where we caught a duck and chased seals and picked some berries and went on a hike, saw a glacier, had a roller coaster on the sea. So that was fun. So that expectation was met. Um, and then the other one was to to talk to people to see if they'd be interested in participating in the podcast. Uh, and also the kind of the sub expectation of that was also to try to to try to get a sense of uh, people's willingness to also participate in it as well because it's um, it, it's not necessarily a scary thing, but it's uh, to have to have people who don't necessarily, 
speaking to a mic all the time and and also i don't want to pressure i didn't want to pressure anyone into so it was more the expectation was i was hoping we'd get a few people i knew it i'd at least have one <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i didn't think i would also be one so that's good i like that um but i would i didn't really have a like a set idea because i didn't i didn't want to push it either because i wanted to my idea was to make more contacts and connections and hopefully then build trust or friendship with depending on how that uh whoever i met so then that also um that seems to have gone well so and those were really my only expectations um i kind of have new ones now (laughs) i'd kind of like to come back and continue Maybe maybe not in the same capacity as this one. We'll see. If maybe maybe people will be more willing if once I get a little bit, uh, we further div- I get a little bit more of an archive and people really, if they're listening to it, then they'll be more willing to be, know that I I'm not gonna bite or ask ask them questions that they don't want to answer or be that person who's just looking for information and then goes back down south. Yeah. That that was my biggest kind of hesitation too so i was really glad when you were game and more than game eager and willing to help out too because that that's always nice to have someone in town um be kind of your introduction (laughs) yeah yeah well it definitely helps for sure right especially in a tight-knit community because it's just uh you just have to get those inroads and i mean now this started i'm sure you come back up again you'll uh you know, it'll it'll make people more comfortable, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Met a few people who sound like they have some interesting stories to say or to share, uh, and sound like they'd be willing to share them. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's also a. I hate to. I don't want to what sound cliche, but it is a cultural thing. Um, First, don't like to really talk about yourself too much. And second, don't like to talk uh, in front of large groups or, or things like that. A lot of people. Um, fortunately, you know, we were able to find you a couple that uh, that don't mind. Yeah. And then we're, we're quite interested and, uh, and, and interesting people to talk to. Really, really good people. So that, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Also, how about you tell us about some of your uh, your adventures here on your own? You managed to get out a few times by yourself and explore the town. Yeah, yeah. I'm a. I like to walk, and I like to walk uphill. And in Pang, walking uphill is not hard to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's on, unless you're walking into town. You're pretty, you're either, you're walking uphill or downhill. So yeah, when we when there was downtime or. Uh, I was just able to get out because it wasn't it wasn't uh, blizzard conditions or any. There was no fret that I'd wander off and never be seen <laughs> again. Also, the nice thing too about the mountains, you can pretty much always keep an eye on town, so it's not mm-hmm. necessarily difficult. So yeah, a couple times I think I went out for three, almost two hour hikes, uh, kind of all around. Went past. Canadian Tire, which, which is that, the yeah. dump, <laughs> and that that was at low tide, so that was neat because I walked along the shore. Then I went up the 
went up the mountain a little to try to get a different, I was trying to get up a little higher because I was taking all my pictures. That's mainly what I was, I was walking and taking photos. Uh, I'd mo- most of my photos were sea level, which are great photos, but I was trying to get a different perspective. But by the time I got up high enough, the clouds had rolled in. So then I was then I was just stuck looking at the scenery. So there's nothing to document other than my memories, which is fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, just yesterday, I decided that um, when I see a mountain, I'm not, I'm not a mountain climber in the sense of I risk my life mountain climber. But if there's something that looks like I can walk up it, it, it kind of beckons to me. So yesterday, I climbed up the hill that's just behind the I'm pointing like someone can see that. Um, <laughs> the hill that backs on to just where we're staying. And uh, when we did, we had had this discussion earlier in the week uh, about how the hills look deceiving or the mountains look deceiving because mm. I can see the top and you would think you could get there uh, relatively easy. And it didn't take me it didn't take me an afternoon or anything, but the one thing you don't see is you don't see the ridges. <laughs> and that that was the fun part it's like oh i'm just gonna go to the next ridge and then the next ridge and then it's kind of it was kind of like an addiction and then Mm -hmm. also what helped up there too is there was a a, a red fox that i that i jumped i saw it scurry off in the distance and then i came over a ridge and jumped it again i didn't have my camera quite as ready as i perhaps should have been but i still got a good action shot yeah definitely that's a great one of of it running yeah uh, it makes it look fast and kind of neat yeah and just so everyone knows uh the fox moved up the mountain much more swiftly than i did <laughs> and and then yeah and then the other times if i wasn't walking uphill we were just uh sky was uh, we were just driving around town dropping in on the museum uh the cultural uh, i forget what it's called but the cultural center where the the weaving is and the the, yeah. the gift shop um, went to the Hamlet office a couple times. Met some people there. We went to the youth center, which at the time was the soup kitchen. Unfortunately, we went when the power was out, so it was pretty much wound up. But met the two uh, women that staffed that and found out found out about that. Found out that they are always looking for help, either time or food or perhaps even money but i don't know how that would work um and then bounce between the northern and the co-op when we needed groceries (laughs) which is an everyday occurrence here yeah especially for me i'm uh, i'm completely unwilling to put out all the money at once (laughs) for food that might not last yeah yeah so yeah it was uh it was it was great for me too um getting to do things like go to the soup kitchen because i hadn't done that yet even though i'd already been here uh, a little over three weeks um, when, when you came, so that was I was glad to have you with me. It just made it uh, a little easier to go in there and kind of find out what was going on. Uh, also, we got to uh, see a sea lift. Yeah, I in. just remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a little that, that was a little excitement because Sky was waiting for hoping it was hoping yeah. it was their ship with their stuff on it. Yeah, with our car and our our big pallet of groceries. <laughs> it wasn't. No. It was it was still neat to see though, especially the them offloading the heavy machinery. Those guys were pretty yeah. pretty adept at that. Yeah, it's pretty impressive seeing a giant loader rolling down a ramp that's just big enough. Yeah. With a <laughs> with a whole sea can on the on the, on the forks. That's uh that's why it always draws a crowd, I guess. Yeah. 
it's quite a spectacle. Yeah. yeah part of uh, an interesting part of living in the north, something you don't really get to uh, experience too many other places. No. You only hear the trucks. Yeah, right. They're not quite as interesting to watch. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you got some interviews in, which is great. Met some uh, met some interesting people, and uh, got to enjoy some uh, some country food while you were here. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, but yeah. it was that's always a that's always a treat for me because I had until two years ago, until I started on this job, I hadn't had caribou. I had I had whale before, and it, it's delicious, uh, but I hadn't had caribou or seal or. Uh, or narwhal and uh or an eider duck that you caught with oh yeah or hands. the eider duck yeah, yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i always appreciate when that has opportunity to share and people share that because i know it's not necessarily especially caribou isn't the easiest to meet to come by but yeah it's a lot tougher nowadays uh used to be a little more frequent but now uh, they've dwindled yeah. a fair bit so so that was really nice to have for lunch. Uh, was that today? Yeah, just yeah, today. today. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> and you get to learn how to cut it from while it's frozen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't now, don't now. I know not how to or how not to slice my finger off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From a shop teacher, if you meet a shop teacher with all their fingers. Yeah, <laughs> you should trust. Yeah, definitely trust them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so was there. Uh, Anything else you'd like to talk about about your visit here? Or? Uh, just, just how, uh, really how welcoming and how easy it <laughs> easy it was. It, um, I mean the the trips that I've taken before have all been different because obviously different places, different mm. people, and so they've all been interesting and most everyone's been welcoming but this this one was welcoming straight off the pl- yeah <laughs> straight off the plane and that certainly makes it uh easier and it definitely and it's one of the things that um um it it it's not a it's not a challenge but in terms of if you're coming north to do research and you're not inuk um it really it it, it it's not a force it doesn't force that in a, like a compelling way but it it definitely changes how you do it and i think it's um it's not i i mean i clearly and will always uh, appreciate the welcomeness and the hospitality and the hosting but it, 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 i think it's also an and it's also an important method if you are going to be a visitor and you are going to be asking people to either share their life stories or share something that uh, share something about themselves to uh, to be able to participate and kind of be with people because then it builds a it builds a, a different relationship rather than interviewee or an interviewer or a researcher and subject because uh, those are uh, those are kind of been the that's kind of been the historical relationship yeah, and it's cool it's, and, it's, a, it's not a not a living thing yeah yeah, I, I definitely um, have gained a great appreciation for how you do this. Um, just your your openness and it's warm and it's comfortable. It's a conversation. It's not uh, you're not sitting here worried about the mic all the time being in front of you or or 
you know, what am I going to say next or anything like that. So it's, it's been, uh, you know, it was, it was really, I really quite enjoyed it the first time, but, and here is, uh, it was great for me and being able to see you talk with, uh, with the other guys who was, uh, just, uh, it was, it was a wonderful thing. And, you know, I really, uh, really appreciate the work that you've been, been doing, try, doing these kind of things to, uh, to keep it alive. Um, just th those stories are there now for people to access and, uh, and will be there. So, so again, I want, I do really from the bottom of my heart, want to thank you for doing this kind of stuff. And the fact that, that the group is doing this, um, um, all the things that are, have been going on, uh, which, you know, I've been lucky to be a part of. Um, so I do want to thank you for that and, uh, and coming to visit. It's been wonderful. You're, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me into your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's a, uh, not to, cause that was almost a perfect last word, but, uh, the one that's the other nice thing about, uh, this, the equipment that you don't need all that much set up to do and you can do it in kind of a personal space mm -hmm. too, which hopefully allows the, the interviewee or the guest to be a little more comfortable because they can either, they can choose the setting and the time. And then it's not a like a sterile environment or something. And then it also, it does create a little bit more close relationship because especially if you're in someone's kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice, easy setup. Yeah, it's really, really neat. It's uh, it's pretty, pretty cool for me to learn what goes into it and kind of how you're uh, putting it all together. It's pretty, it's really, uh, really an interesting thing. Yeah, I'll do my slight little slight little plug it's not that it's not that difficult to uh if you if you if you like to talk if you like to talk to people <laughs> and if you like to listen and have uh commutes like i do uh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not that much to set up a like just a well, we just have a little re recording device i mean i was lucky because i had a budget to get a good one but mm -hmm. um it's a it's a pretty simple process and i mean uh i never took a journal i've never recorded anything like that and this isn't the this spe specific podcast isn't this one is obviously about me but not the overall one but it's a it's also a a, a no, i wouldn't necessarily a new way but it's a perhaps an easier way if you you know if you ever want to record the stories or the experiences you've had with your friends and, and then mm -hmm. maybe someday look back and have it because i know i know probably probably when i get slightly older i'll probably want to look back and go oh why didn't i write that down oh right i have a yeah <laughs> i can right. just i can just turn it on and play so mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's uh and and having it available for you know essentially as long as it can can stay on the internet or yeah. in devices is uh is a bit it, it hopefully will be uh, a great tool for people to use later on um i know when you know when you the cbc archives come out or something like that and they get to play interviews when they were interviewing people on the mackenzie river um i heard one of those a little while ago and it was wonderful you know just uh getting to hear how things were done and how how some stuff hasn't changed and how you know a lot of it has but some of it hasn't you know you still essentially harvest the same way you still Hopefully the communities are still tight knit enough um, as to where they were before. Uh, so that's uh, 
I know I've already listened to my podcast a couple of times. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So, but I but I've enjoyed Rubens and Koozies, and so I've been I've been following along too. <laughs> so it's been great. The only challenge is getting used to your voice when you're. <laughs> <laughs> If you're shy or you have any hesitation about listening to your own voice, that might be the only obstacle to podcast because you kind of have to do it in the editing process. So yeah, can't worry too much about how you sound. Cause I just pretend it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's but good. I'm, but I'm, just, I'm just listening to another podcast, and that guy has amazing yeah. stories. He's so, he's, and he's so agreeable. <laughs> Everything he says, I agree with. And I mean, for hunting and fishing and camping and being outside, I mean, pod, the podcasting medium is perfect because, I mean, mm that's all about storytelling yeah. like the the experience is fun but it's telling the story or reminiscing or remembering mm-hmm. the the experience that is uh the other the big portion of it i think too for i mean they don't call them fish tails for <laughs> right <laughs> for nothing yeah. so yeah that duck's gonna be a pterodactyl by the time you get back to yeah exactly home, right? yeah yeah <laughs> we saw a couple of mermaids it was amazing. yeah Well, that was great. Thanks. Uh, like I said, thanks again. And uh, look forward to having you back. And, and hopefully we can uh, do something like this again. Or you can just come back and visit. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll do both. Yeah, I'll schedule go. time for both. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Great. Well, thanks. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing this. Yeah. <laughs>